All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Basically Baseball. Um, we're back from a short little break we had for the holidays. All of us were just busy doing some stuff. Um, it's currently 11.40 p.m. my time, 20 minutes shy from midnight, and um, big things have happened in the baseball world in the past, I'd say, hour or so. And so we just wanted to get into that really quick, um, in case you haven't already heard, or I'm sure you've already heard by the time this will get out, but Blake Snell has been traded to the Padres. We'll get into that here in a second, but first, I'm Maddie, I'm at Kyle Hendricks on Twitter, the L and Kyle is an I, you know the drill, and then next I'm going to hand it over to Avery. Okay, I'm Avery, my username on Twitter is at Um. Yeah, you can find me on there, see all my other work, but um, I can hand it over to Tess now. Hi, I'm Tess. My ad on Twitter is MLB Hoskins. Come over and say hi. Uh, I'm funny sometimes. <laughs> uh, I'll hand it over to uh, Lorelai. Hi, I'm Lorelai. My ad on Twitter is Paul Bomb. I'm not that active, but sometimes I'll send a good tweet, maybe. Um, all right, passing it on to Sarah. If she's here. Hey, I'm Sarah. You can find me on Twitter at 30 Conforto, and I talk about the Mets sometimes on there. So, yeah. I'm super excited to get into all this tonight. But, like I, like I said, big things have happened. Um, about an hour ago, the news broke that Blake Snell has been traded to the Padres for a group of prospects. So, the Rays get four prospects in return for Blake Snell, and I don't know, guys, I just think there's a whole lot to unpack here. I don't know. Um, I was, like, in the shower, and I got out, and you guys all texted me, and that's how I found out, so I'm still kind of, like, trying to unpack it, I guess, but mm-hmm. it's definitely an interesting move. I don't know if I saw that coming, necessarily. I don't think anybody saw it coming. Yeah, definitely not. I think it would happen today. This is like this mm-hmm. isn't something I thought in general, but I didn't think it would happen today or tonight, especially the time it happened at. Um, I guess I saw the news on Twitter, and I like went to the went to the podcast group chat, and I was like, guys, we have we have to record right now. <laughs> like we have <laughs> to get ready. <laughs> um, but no. So the Padres from Tampa they get. Pitcher Luis Bacino, that's one of the top prospects in the Rays organization, one of the top pitching prospects, along with catcher Cisco. I how to say this. I mess this. I always mess up names. It's ridiculous. Um, I think it's Mejia. Can someone check check that for me? Yeah, Is you got right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good. Yay. Um, right-handed pitcher Cole Wilcox. He was just drafted this past. Draft went out of Georgia, and then catcher Blake Hunt. So Padres got quite, or not the Padres, the Rays. Rays. <laughs> the Rays. I'm tired, jeez. But the Rays got a decent little haul out of this. But at the same time, we have to think what we have to think about the Rays as of right now, like, what does this mean for the Rays on their major league level? I mean, their rotation right now, we have Tyler Glass now, obviously. Um, Ryan Yarbrough, that's another one, and then and then what? Um, I don't know. I think they'll probably go with a lot of, like, opener stuff again next year just because of, you know, how they are. But um, I think they're still going to be relatively competitive. I'm, obviously, this changes like their top rotation spot and everything, but I'm not sure um, how much it'll take away from their uh, ability to compete in the next year, at least. Yeah, um, for sure. The I don't think this takes a lot away from the Rays. Well, actually, that's that's a lie. Obviously, losing Blake Snell is huge. but you look at the Rays as a whole, and I think that they can still compete, but they're just losing a key aspect of their team. Um, I think it'd be, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the pitching prospects that they got 
end up playing out. And I want to see how they will go into the Padres system and see what they have in store for them, along with the other prospects that they picked up. Um, I it's just I think- also, sorry, it's just also kind of hard because um, when you think back to the World Series, how early they pulled Blake Snell out of the game when they had the lead and then they blew it and then LA won. Like, <laughs> that's obviously, that's probably not, you know, it's probably going to happen again now that they don't have Blake Snell. It's, it's kind of hard to to do your, you know, your for your offense to perform if your pitching isn't there as well. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um Oh gosh, what was I going to say before Lola started talking? Um, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Oh, I remember. Um, I think it's kind of smart on the Rays' part because they're, we, they were going to have to figure out a way to try and pay Blake Snell after 2021, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm like reading into it too, too much, but like yeah, back thinking more. back to the game when he was um pulled i'm like mm-hmm. did the raised organization just like not have trust in him or something you know maybe that's like an aspect of it but i don't know it's just a very interesting like dynamic that will play out with like the outcome of this trade oh yeah for sure mm-hmm. one thing and I get what that you... sorry <laughs> sorry i get what you said he's a contract in 2021 uh, yes, I yeah, believe I believe so. So, yeah. so I totally get like wanting to get rid of him a year early to get like a haul for him instead of just letting him and, walk for nothing. Well, and I mean his haul or his trade value is yeah def- huge, definitely. The Rays um, were smart in trying to capitalize off of that and try to strengthen mm-hmm. strengthen their team. So I'm not going to yeah. criticize the Rays for yeah, that. No, I, I totally get it. It's the Mookie um, trade, <laughs> but not. <laughs> <laughs> um. One thing that I think we should really take a look at is the projected Padres rotation for the upcoming season. So the Padres are going to have Blake Snell, Denelson Lamette, Zach Davies, Chris Paddock, and then Mackenzie Gore is an option along with a few others. And then in You're 2022... You're going to get mad at you for mentioning Chris Paddock. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> anyway, and then in 2022, you have essentially the same guys, but you get Mike Clevenger back off of Tommy John. So the Padres' mm-hmm. rotation for the next two years is going to be one to mess with in the NL West. For sure. Yeah, yeah it opens scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Padres are going to be very scary this next few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to Not watch them. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it too, but it's also when he face against them, it's gonna be oh, yeah. like, oh god, it's not gonna um, be fun. I remember, <laughs> I remember saying in our um in our episodes during the postseason when everything was going on, when all the series series were going on, um, the Padres are not just like a one and done team. I don't think this team is going to be good and I think they're just going to keep getting better as we can see with the Blake Snell addition to the team so next year absolutely it's hard for them to win the division at the end of the day they are still in the NL West with the Dodgers yeah, yeah. I think the Dodgers are the favorites in that division yeah but they will make it competitive for the next couple years mm-hmm. and so that's one thing I'm excited to see play out I think the Padres can very easily keep securing a wild card spot at the very least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the, sure. And I think mm-hmm. like since their team is so young and has so much more room to develop, that even makes them like even like gives them bet- the potential to be even better in the coming years, just based on uh, like how that development plays out and everything. Sure. Mm-hmm. And um, you look at the other key players that the Padres have and you add those on top of a already good rotation and then adding Blake Snell made it a better rotation, like a great rotation that mm-hmm. is going to be one to mess with, like I said. So this is going to be a, a really interesting couple of years for the NL West. It's going to be competitive. Um, poor Rockies are never going to finish out anything <laughs> above third place. 
Why mention that? Poor guy. I <laughs> I love the Rockies. Okay, you know I love the Rockies. I know. Just hurts. I think I, I think I said this on here, but the Rockies are probably my second favorite team, or they're definitely my second favorite team. Hmm. Love those. So guys. true, love, Maddie. Love those guys. I have taste. Okay, I have nothing. But exactly. Taste. Oh my gosh. Um, one of these days we need to go into our team rankings. I can tell you right now who is at the bottom, though. Lorelai, would you like to guess who's <laughs> at the bottom of my list? Oh, is it the Cubs? I hate It's got to be Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. The girls are fighting. <laughs> the girls are fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, to wrap up everything with Blake Snell, we have to think who won the trade. This is the obvious question that always gets asked after a kind of blockbuster trade like this. Mm-hmm. So the question is like, who really won? Um, I think right now it's hard to say, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Say saying, until, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I keep saying this a lot, but Padres got a great addition to the rotation. Mm-hmm. And so on the surface level, you can be like, oh, obviously the Padres won. And they could be like, you know, like that's mm-hmm. one easy thing to say, but you have to take into consideration who the Rays got in return. Yeah. You know, um, I think like right off the bat, the Padres are looking even like better right now with this, with this decision. And especially with Clevin, you're being out next year because of TJ surgery. Um, you're filling that gap, but you know, you, we just got to wait and see how it's going to pan out with the Rays and who they got. You know, some things, sometimes things just don't, don't turn out the way you want them to. And sometimes things turn out way better than, than you want them to. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I'm, I'm scared to say anything because I don't want anyone to be like, old takes exposing me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for 2020, Fangraphs had put um, Patino at the number 10 prospect ranking. So, you have to think about that's someone that the Rays are getting that could potentially replace Blake Snell. I mean, not, re- not necessarily replace Blake Snell because he's freaking Blake Snell, but the void will be kind of filled at least. And then another, they got a really young arm with Cole Wilcox. He was drafted after his sophomore year at Georgia. Um, his sophomore season was cut pretty short because of COVID, but he went three for oh in four games. He pitched 23 innings and he put up a 1.57 ERA. So like I said, he's still pretty young. He's about 20 and you don't know how someone like that can, develop in a FARP system, but I think the Rays could potentially use him as a nice bullpen arm or eventually think about how they can utilize 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 him. I was like, this isn't working. I was like, guys, I, I need someone to help me out. <laughs> That's a word I, like, type, but I don't say it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you think about how the Rays can utilize Cole Wilcox in the future whenever he ends up getting developed. Um, and yeah, then... and obviously, like, I think most people trust the Rays front office. And I know a lot of people that I've seen have just automatically come out and said, like, you know, the Padres won this trade because they got Blake Snell, but I think it's really hard to say right now, even though you automatically might think that, because like, most of the prospects that the Rays got back have like a lot of development and like high ceilings that they can reach that could definitely like flip the, um, like I guess, view of this trade like in the future. Definitely. Um, Blake Hunt is another young prospect that they get in return. He's a young catching prospect, so I that's another one to, that we can keep an eye on to see how he develops in the system. But other than that, um, I want to say that the trade was actually pretty... Maybe not 50-50. I think both sides get great stuff in return. Mm-hmm. Kind of hard to tell... Um... Until the future, see what the Rays do with their prospects now. So, like, we won't truly know who the winner of the trade is until later mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
I don't know. I think both front offices are more like advanced than others. If you understand what I'm saying. Definitely. Yeah, so I kind of like. No, I'm totally I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I feel like you know people are so quick to say like somebody won this trade or somebody won this trade, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's 100% possible for both teams yeah. to like win a trade if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one definitely got fleeced in this. Like it was it was yeah. it was good on both sides. Yeah, because they're they're both fulfilling different needs mm-hmm. that each club yeah. like has at the moment. One thing I want to add is that the Rays very obviously have a thing for turning nobodies into these random stars. <laughs> exactly. These random like household names. Or I want to. I don't want to say household names, but you guys get what I mean. I mean, yeah. we all saw. We all saw Randy Rosarina this past mm-hmm. off season. <laughs> oh my gosh! We I just realized that means that Tyler Glasnow is probably going to be like their number one starter. Jills. Yeah, definitely. Oh gosh. Oh wait, guys. Do you, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but um, Glasnow did this video, and it's like you know the Google searches where they like read it. Yes, and they, yes, like, I did that. <laughs> and I did that. Uh, that was so cute. He said, he said Blake Snell was like his first friend when he got to Tampa after getting traded from Pittsburgh. And oh, oh that's sweet. I know he's going to miss oh, his buddy. Sad. That makes me sad. Oh. That makes me sad too. Sometimes I think about that stuff. Or like when Brock That's left right. last year and Benny was just like by himself. I felt so sad. I don't even know them, but mm-hmm. I was like, poor guys. Mm-hmm. Wait, I forget who, but one of my mutuals tweeted this thing that was like, when a player gets traded, do they get kicked off of the team group chat? I think that was <laughs> Eleanor. <laughs> That's a good question. I have so many questions. No, that's actually a really good question. Like, I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, well, just, like, I mean, I want to know what goes the down. Trade breaks? I want to know what goes down in team group chats. I do too. Yeah, I just want to be like, added for a day. Is that too I much to ask for? Like, where really want to <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> like, where do they? Like, what do they talk about? I feel like there's like a group chat for everybody and then there's a group chat for like the married people and then a group chat for like the single people they're just just all like going at it in the different group chats crazy i'm sure in the singles group chat they actually like talk about um like going out and like having fun and stuff and then Mm -hmm. probably the married one is just like Mm -hmm. pretty chill and laid back yeah do you think they have like inner circle group chats Oh yeah, they like branch off. They're like, you guys are yeah. my favorite, so I'm gonna we're gonna make a separate group. Like, you know when you have like a friend group, but then like three people in that friend group split, like split off and make like a smaller group chat within that friend group, like yeah, <laughs> like that. I want to know what happens in the cub group chat. Mm-hmm. I want to know what went down in the Cubs group chat after Addison Russell left. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh well. I want to know. I want to. I want to know what happens in the Rockies group chat, just because I feel like they'd all be like, "Jeff British is an idiot," and then they just like rant, and then I feel like Nolan Arenado leaves like every two days, and someone has to like <laughs> add him back. He's like, "I'm done with this," mm-hmm. and then yeah. he doesn't get traded, and they're like, "Oh, better add him back again." I want to know what happens in the Phillies group chat if the players like, like talk crap about the front office or something like that. Because I, like, I, <laughs> I would be too. Bryce Harper's in there, like, why'd I sign with these guys? <laughs> He's like, guys, I literally hate it here. Like, why did this happen to me? <laughs> They'll talk shit about the bullpen. Oh, literally. They, like, remove Brandon Workman every time he blows a, sl- <laughs> a save. Someone um, blocks him. My favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite videos ever is um of JT Romuto. Rolling his eyes at uh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wait, what was his name? Oh my god, I can picture him. I I have a video pictured in my mind. I don't remember who was coming into the game, but he was. So Jared cool. Hughes. Oh my god. Jared oh, Hughes. Hughes. Jared, I, I miss him. He was funny as hell. Why do we all know him? I just know him from when he took his from... picture with the Astros and he had his eyes like super wide. Do you guys remember that? That was so funny. Yes. Actually. Yeah. He was on the Mets this year. I just remember him being so mm-hmm. iconic. I remember first time the Phillies played so the Mets. 
Mm-hmm. First time uh, the Phillies played the Mets, and when he came out, I was like, oh, there he is. <laughs> Full on sprinting up to the mound. I mean, you got to appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate his passion. Those guys like that. <laughs> And then after the game, somebody issued TV Amito about it. He was like, no, I was just frustrated at the situation. We were down. I was I was just mad at all of it. And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> you don't believe you, JT. Mm-hmm. Sure, JT. Um, do we want to move on? Because I want to mention Josh Bell is out of the NL Central, you guys. I need a man at least. Quite literally no idea what the Pirates are trying to do. Um... The Pirates are doing something that they should have done a long time ago, I think. Um, So the way I see it, in 2015, the Pirates were not supposed to make the playoffs, okay? I mean, I know they only made the wild card game, but they were not supposed to do that. And then, so that was like kind of a cop-out for the front office, the way I see it. And so they make the postseason. And the front office is like, oh, well, I mean, we don't really have to do anything. We're just going to waste all this time. We're not going to do anything. And then the Pirates have sucked since then. They've been atrocious since then. I'm like, I don't know. It's just kind of weird because, like, stuff happened last offseason. And I wasn't like, oh, they're going to be good. But, like, they hired Ben Charrington. And I love Ben Charrington. And I was like... Oh, like, maybe it's turning around, and I don't, like, love Josh Bell, but obviously he's good. And they were just like, nah, let's get rid of him. And I feel like now they have nobody besides, like, Cole Tucker that I can think of, and he's literally bad. And now Chris Archer's not going to leave this year. I'm not good. I'm not going I still remember the Archer trade. That was just so... Oh my like, gosh, odd. I know. And it turned out so terribly for them. I know. Um, I There's a few teams that I would just absolutely hate being a fan of. And the Pirates are one of them. Honestly. <laughs> Can you imagine being a Pirates fan? No. No. The only thing you can say about their team is like their ballpark is so nice. Like that's it is really nice. I, I want to go. I want mm-hmm. to go to PNC so bad. It looks so mm-hmm. pretty. It's so nice. To... I've been there, but I didn't get to stay for a game, which was like really, really mm-hmm. sad. But really? I went to like, so pretty. I went to Pittsburgh in summer 2019, and I talk crap on Pittsburgh a lot just because I'm from the Philly area, and I like I have to. Mm-hmm. But it, but it is a really nice city, and PNC Park is like beautiful. I would totally go back there. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's so just, cool. It looks so pretty, mm-hmm. and um, I like watching Cubs games when they're at PNC because I get to at least kind of see the park. Mm-hmm. But no, it's so nice. Thing, back to the thing with Josh Bell. He has been wasting away in Pittsburgh for the past while, and I'm glad that he finally has gotten out, um, and he's just somewhere else um he kills the cubs i will say that so i'm so so glad he's out of the division i'm not excited for the phillies to face him however many times they play the nets uh (laughs) i'm i'm happy for him that he's on a because obviously i don't want i don't want him to be on a team that has you know no foreseeable future right now um and i'm glad that he's on a contender i just wish the contender wasn't in the uh and at least no i I just searched josh B in baseball savant the first thing that popped up was Josh Beckett and it like threw me off a lot sorry that was really random but I I (laughs) did not expect to see him tonight (laughs) okay sorry carry on um, Pittsburgh got two um, pitching prospects Eddie Yeen and Will Crow and these are two that I actually I don't know a ton about Avery. Do you know a ton about them? Um, not a ton. From what I know, they're less of like the more developed guys that um, Washington has. So I think it's more of like a project type thing, which honestly isn't bad for the Pirates because, like, what are they gonna do now with two like ready to go pitching prospects? You know what I mean? 
pirates from the surface level and the surface level would be the, like who's on their major league roster and you before trading bell you're like oh this team is terrible you take josh bell out of the team and you're like oh this team is atrocious you know but um, yeah i feel like the way i think about it is like right now i feel like the pirates are like the post 2015 tigers where they're just kind of like sitting there and just trying to kind of rebuild but not immediately at the major league level kind of more like lower level stuff which like Mm -hmm. is probably good for their situation but i'm sure a lot of pirates fans aren't like super pleased with that no um like i said i I would I would hate being a Pirates fan. But yes, I would too. They, if any of you are listening, I feel very bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, if you're a Pirates fan, let's just... We, we send out our condolences for you. We're, yeah. we're sorry. We'd like to apologize. But I do not see myself ever being a Pirates fan. Because I have already gone through enough. I'm a Bears fan. I'm a Bulls fan. Mm-hmm. I am a Cubs fan. You know, I was a Cubs fan when they were terrible before they won the World Series. So I've gone through enough. I don't need to add the Pirates into the mix. I was a 2012 Red Sox fan. Uh. (laughs) Enough said. (laughs) My favorite baseball team has the most major league losses. So I'm not looking to add on to that. (laughs) Ooh, go Tess. Um. I was a 2013 Cubs fan. Mm-hmm. That was qu- quite the team. Mm-hmm. I was a different sport, but I was a 10-win Sixers fan. Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm just and a Mets fan. That's... Oh, and I mean, I'm I'm a Blackhawks fan, but that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't hey, what am I like a Blues fan and a Cardinals fan? I'm like, I mean, that's not... Blues won a couple couple years yes. ago. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. but after fifty two years, <laughs> Blackhawks, yeah. Blackhawks got us three and five. That's okay. It's okay. I also really do not like the Blues. That's fine. Oh, you see, I don't really like the Blues. I rooted for them <laughs> in the Cup just because I didn't like Boston. But that I'm hurts. not a huge Blues fan. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just hurt from the Cup. That's all. And basically, hurt. I'm just an enemy right now to you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. I also oh. am a Cowboys fan too. So I don't. Oh my god. I don't want to talk about I it. Know. I don't want to talk about it. This, this oh. That was a fumble. Um, Jalen Hurts did not fumble. That was not a fumble. I mean, <laughs> Jalen Hurts did not fumble at the end of that game. Since we're kind of talking about football, I just want to throw this out there that if you're a Jets fan and you're listening to this. Me. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm genuinely <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. I'm a Jets fan listening to this. We were oh, we were I'm talking so about sorry. we were talking about teams I'm we never sorry. want to be fans of. I would never want to be a Jets fan. Nope, absolutely not. I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I, I whenever I complain about won. the Eagles, I'm like, sorry, I interrupt it. Oh no, you're fine. Yeah. Whenever I complain about the Eagles, I'm like, at least I'm not a Jets fan. <laughs> um, it's just the Jets. And their fans are in a terrible, very heartbreaking spot. You know, the whole season mm-hmm. you guys were like, oh, we're getting Trevor Lawrence. We are absolutely getting Trevor Lawrence. And you guys are no longer getting Trevor Lawrence. They can't even tank correctly. Like, I'm so... <laughs> no. <laughs> can't do anything right. <laughs> you guys suck. And that absolutely sucks. But you can't have... The like cushion of getting Trevor Lawrence to like save the fall, mm-hmm. like that. Sam Darnold sucks. really wanted to keep his job. He was like, "God, please help me." <laughs> so I'm very, very sorry just, about that. I don't get it. If they played like that in weeks one through fourteen, I wouldn't have a problem with them. But mm-hmm. I, they were like, "No, nah, let's save it for the end." <laughs> hey, they almost even had three wins. Like, think about that. Oh yeah, you're right. No, I really, I really wanted them to win that game because I'm like a half Patriots fan, and I didn't want them to get the number one pick. But that game was so sad against. Oh, who was it against? The Raiders. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Um, the Bears. <laughs> the Bears are almost playoff bound. You know, what? I started bandwagoning the Bears because uh, of Nick Foles, and then they started sucking. So I think that was a bad luck charm. Yeah. Um. I just don't Plus, think that. I'm so sorry. I don't. I love Nick Foles. I don't think benching Trubisky was the move. Mm-hmm. And the Bears obviously suffer the consequences from it. If you don't bench Trubisky, you likely get, I would say, at least two more wins out of out of the Bears, and you don't have to go into Week 17 thinking, "Oh, I have we have to win because if we if we win next week, we get our playoff spot." Obviously, so I'm mm-hmm. just very nervous, and I'm in a conflicted spot because I want to experience the Bears in the playoffs again so bad. Um, I was it's not that I was robbed last time they were in the playoffs. It's that was that the double I, doink? That was the double doink. <laughs> <laughs> just, I was I was terribly heartbroken and I need I just need to experience mm-hmm. again again and not be completely heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I hated the, the double doink. Mm-hmm. Was, the irony like, of Nick Foles playing uh in that game and leading, uh, leading that victory, uh, the double doink, and then ending up on Chicago this year, that's just funny. Oh my gosh! Uh, tears of joy, tears of joy were coming down my face. Top three worst nights of my entire life. <laughs> Your double doink is my like Kawhi shot, you know? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh! I remember I was watching that game and. Parky makes the first kick, and obviously he was iced, and I was like, he's, mm-hmm. he's not making it again. Oh my god, he's not making this again. <laughs> so, I, feel so I, Parkey, car. <sighs> I feel so bad for Cody Parky, though. I think it was, what, what was it, like Browns, Giants, or something like that. I turn it on, and the, co- the commentator goes, Cody Parky of double doing fame, and I was like, this poor guy <laughs> cannot catch a break. I, I, made it. Uh, I was like, hey, good, good job, buddy. Mm-hmm. I was like, you got it. lost, but whatever. Gosh, it was so sad. Forget baseball. Um, we just turned into a football podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Let me Sorry, say one more thing. Basically <laughs> football. Um, maybe if the off season was a little more interesting outside of this past week, we could do more. This is yeah. me shading. I need this is me shading the free agent. Me shading I'm me and yeah. yeah, um, I we need... need the hot stove to heat up so that we can talk yep. about something besides the possibly playoff bound bears mm-hmm. yes um i'm just gonna finish what i was saying about the bears earlier um like i said i'm conflicted i want the bears to be in the playoffs just so i can experience it but at the same time it's like the last thing that the bears need um we're mm-hmm. trying to get a new quarterback and so we needed that draft pick and so First of all, if they lose next week, then they were bad enough to not make the playoffs, but good enough to not really have a great draft pick. So that, so I'm just unsure of where that will leave us in the draft. Um, if yeah. we make the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't put it past this stupid front office to extend Mitch Trubisky. I wouldn't put it past them. Like I <laughs> think it would happen. Um, I believe. Ryan Pace today said that Matt Nagy is for sure coming back next year because the Bears mm. have won the past two weeks. As is Vic Fangio. <sighs> Here we go. Uh, so no more that... old men, white coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Society's so, progressed beyond the need for them. Yes, we, they're banned now. <laughs> yeah. So very conflicted between... Um, my feelings with the Bears, but at the end of the day, I want the Bears to succeed, mm-hmm. however that may be. So if Bears make the playoffs, go Bears! I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I hope yeah. they, I hope they can do good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of playoffs, uh, the Eagles got eliminated tonight. Um, mm-hmm. that game made me so sad, but I was I would have been mad because the past few years the Eagles have done this thing where they sucked around Thanksgiving and like somehow squeezed into the playoffs by Christmas. Um, but if we did that this year, like I would have been mad. Like I just want like a hydrate pick, you know. And I want the Cowboys to yeah. not make the playoffs. That's all I want. Oh, for sure. Exactly. Sorry, Lorelai. Sorry, Lorelai. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking the beatings. The Cardinals, the Blues, and the Cowboys now. So I'm just doing <laughs> at this point. <laughs> it's Dunkle and Lorelai's favorite team's night. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, I have very important games coming up this week for both my football teams. Notre Dame plays on Friday. Oh my god. I don't not like Notre Dame. Sorry. Notre Dame. It's okay. Notre Dame plays Friday. Um, last time Notre Dame played Alabama, hmm. we got um, steamrolled on national television. Yes. It was bad. It was terrible. I believe the final score was 42-14. to 14. I will double-check that actually right now. Um, it was really terrible. I was like nine when it happened, too. But mm-hmm. last thing I need is for Notre Dame to be embarrassed by Alabama again. And is that going to happen? Probably. Is Most Alabama likely. going to... May- maybe. Is, is Alabama going to put up 50 points? Definitely. <laughs> um, are or am I going to continue to deal with people telling me Notre Dame's overrated year in year out? Absolutely. And it just sucks. <laughs> it absolutely sucks because I know Notre Dame is overrated. I know we definitely don't really deserve to be in the playoff, especially after how bad we played against Clemson. For the ACC championship. So I know. Mm-hmm. Thank God I was at work. I recorded the game. And I like oh, deleted, I deleted Twitter. I deleted the ESPN app. I was like going into this blind. And um, I logged on to Twitter really quick. Just to be like, okay, I'm on my way home from work. I'm going to go home and watch the game. I'm so excited. <laughs> and someone replied in there. were like, don't. And I was like, what? So I, I remember looking. I ended up looking it up. And I was like. You're kidding. I went home and watched Pride and Prejudice instead. Mm. I remember I <laughs> saw you your tweet should. about like I saw your tweet about like not wanting to watch the game until you got home. And then like 20 minutes later, I went downstairs and like my dad had it on and I saw the score and I was like, Oh, Maddie, just don't turn it on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> terrible, absolutely terrible. I'm a CSU fan, so I have nothing to worry about. Yeah, except constant disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have a strong like college team. Like, I guess I'll root for Penn State just because I'm from mm-hmm. PA. But like, like hey, yeah, I'm not like good, like last year. Yeah, they were, like, but I'm not like. Days. I've never really gotten into college football. Yeah, I went on um my friend's podcast about mm, three weeks ago, and I got to talk about Notre Dame football. So I was very excited to get to go on okay. and talk like a and whole now you're doing it about here. It. Yeah, no, it's bad. It's bad. Cutting <laughs> <laughs> your ideas. Yes, big games coming up this week for my teams. Um, moving on, back back to baseball. Um, sad news out of the baseball world today. Um, Hall of Famer Phil Negro passed away at 81 after a long battle with cancer, I believe. Yeah, I saw that. So sad. I love him. I know. Mm-hmm. So Phil Negro was inducted into the... 1997 or into the hall of fame in 1997 um he had quite a career okay so he he played 24 seasons in the majors despite coming up when he was 25 wow i know yes if you do the math 44 he retired when he was 48 48 i can't do math he retired when he was 48, and that's just, like, practically unheard of. Um, pitchers, they just, their arms literally become so shot. A lot of them, by the time they're, like, 35. So, to pitch, up until, like, you're almost 50 at a professional level, that's insane. That's actually insane. And so, mm-hmm. I was um, doing a little bit of, I was just doing some reading up on him when I was putting together some notes today. Um, he is fourth in career innings of all time behind the, the Cy Young, um, Pud Gavin and Walter Johnson. He has a 97 career Windsor above replacement and a 3.35 career ERA over 24 seasons in the majors. And he had 318 career wins over his 24 seasons. So, um, great player all around he spent most of his career with the braves and then spent some time with the yankees and there's one more team but he was 
mostly with the Braves for most of his career. So very sad, very sad whenever, um, like, and obviously whenever any baseball player dies, whenever you're so invested in the sport, but when it was someone like him, very, very sad. Just sad. Yeah, it's just been a rough year. That. It's been oh, a rough year. It really has. Yeah. Baseball this year. Um, like fever too. Literally sports in general. Um, literally, I'm serious. When Kobe Bryant died, that's when we should have known what kind of year this was going to be. It's almost been a year since that happened, though. Like that's crazy. I know. That's so oh, crazy. God. I know. Because what were you guys like, doing when you found out? I was out literally Kobe watching died? TV with my family, and I was, was like, at work. I was like on I Twitter, was... and you know, like, what was it, TMZ or whatever, like, tweeted at first. And I was like, I don't know if this is real. I was, um... tweet some like random stuff sometimes. And I told my mom, and she was like, "What the heck?" And then, yeah. like, I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I remembered the Nuggets um played later that night, and they like canceled mm-hmm. some of the games, but they played like. Probably an hour after like the news first broke, so when everything was like still developing, and it was so sad, like players were crying, and they had that like tribute and stuff for him, and it was like seriously so sad. Um, one thing that a lot of the um like younger players in the NBA, they literally grew up watching Kobe Bryant. Oh my god, like, I was he... muted that whole time, and I didn't realize. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but um. <laughs> As I as I was saying, um, a lot of the younger players they grew up watching Kobe Bryant. Um, I'm sure Kobe Bryant is the reason why so many of them love the sport of basketball and why they ended up pursuing a career at a professional level. And so I know it um, affected basically everyone across the board. Like it's either the players that grew up watching him or the players that um, played against him or played with him mm-hmm. because he didn't he didn't even retire that long ago. So the whole yeah, like what was it like 2015 I think mm-hmm. like or 16 20... something like that yeah so um the whole league knows Kobe Bryant the whole league yeah. was so yeah. affected by Kobe Bryant in one way or another and so his passing definitely rocked just the whole game of basketball mm-hmm. and it was so sad I remember I was looking on Twitter when it happened and I like saw like a tweet like a couple tweets about it and I was like why is everyone saying Kobe Bryant died? Like, that is just not... Yeah, like, I hope yeah. he was hacked or like, something. Like, I was in disbelief. I was at work when it happened, and just one of my employees just told me, like, hey, Kobe Bryant just died. I'm like, what? No way. There's, like, there's no way that just happened. And I looked at my phone through Twitter whenever I got a break, and there it was. And, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it brought everybody in my workplace, like, down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I remember, it was just so crazy. I remember I had just like done my bed. I was gonna take a nap. Um, and then this group chat I was in, like my friend starts blowing up, right? Like constantly. Um, I look and like all the messages in the group chat are like, no, like bro, this can't be real. Like what the like what the hell stuff like that. So I'm like, what happened? And then I see the TMZ article. I'm like, this can't be real. TMZ SB hacker song. This has to be some like like sick joke, you know? And then like no, for you sure. know, like, the actual reports came out, and I was like, like man. And I remember um the first basketball game I had. After uh, his death, we had a 24 second um, moment of silence to honor him. And like, cause he, he like played like obviously like in the Philly area to grow up, growing up. So like all mm-hmm. around here. That's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Just a sad year. I'm ready to get this year over with. Mm-hmm. Not that 2021 is probably going to be any better. Yeah. I mean, like, they have a vaccine now, at least for COVID. So. Oh yeah, things are so, things are starting. So it's to, looking uh, up a little bit. Look up a little bit. Yeah, and I also turn twenty one next year. So I hopefully, turned, oh my gosh, <laughs> guys, I turn eighteen in less than a month. Let me see how many days exactly. Maddie's um, gonna be thriving. She's gonna go to college. Mm-hmm. Guys, speaking of Kobe Bryant, twenty four days until I'm eighteen. No, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Wait, I know we got away from this topic a little bit, but like the fact that TMZ was the first like source to report his death before like his fat like didn't Vanessa Bryan find out that way? Or like his like extended yeah, family? I thought there was so much um, that is, like, yes. that I forget I forget who who it was off the top of my head, but a couple of celebrities died this year and like TMZ was like the first to report it. 
like yeah i feel like um, the fact that, that like they like they, they care about like more than like like the the people and like respect for the dead and their families and stuff like that yeah. that is so screwed up um, yeah i, believe, I, I got no respect vanessa, for to do that i believe mm-hmm. vanessa um filed a lawsuit against tmc good yeah, she, sure she did exactly as she should mm-hmm. also, as she should that she um did you guys hear that she's taking her mom to court because I guess her mom is just like taking advantage of her and like all the money. I heard about oh, that. I heard that about she's that a couple months from, ago, like, but I didn't know if she's like state. taking her to court. No, yeah, I didn't know she was taking her yeah. to court, but I knew like her mom was like not being good about I, it. I saw something I thought her about mom was, like, it um, the other day. I can't imagine. Yeah. Like she loses her husband, and now her mom's like mooching off of like, her, you know, money and yeah. clout and stuff. Like, like literally, just, just leave that woman alone. For sure. she's, she's, gone, she's gone through enough. He just she lost, lost her husband and daughter. And, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, whenever a lot of um, rich people are more than happy to help out family members that might need money, but there becomes a point where it's like, mm-hmm. you're literally only using me for money. And that's yeah. not right. Especially when mm-hmm. it's your own daughter. Yeah, like, she's, she's not your bank account. Like, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, bad stuff all around. But, moving on. Um, off-season predictions. Um, hot stove needs to get hot. Hopefully, everything with Blake Snell and Josh Bell can kind of preheat like the oven roll. a little bit. Preheat the oven a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Can warm it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, the stove is on. It's room. Te- it's room temperature stove right now. Yep. <laughs> we need um, to warm up more. I'm Trevor just gonna Bauer. drop my prediction. George Springer oh, yeah. will be a Met. George Springer George Springer will be a Springer Met to the Mets. Yep. Um, I'm, yes. I'm expecting Springer to the Mets. That's mm-hmm. I That's one thing I agree with like a lot of people on. Um, I know the Car. Mm-hmm. I know Cardinals fans really want Springer. I don't see that happening. If we get um Josh Bell to the Nats and George Springer to the Mets within like a couple weeks of each other, um, I'm not going to be happy as a Phillies fan. I'm not going to lie. And like and they're all like, Oh yeah, JT Real Muto's probably not he's like great. Oh, I yeah, forgot about Real for a second. And I literally I mentioned him person. earlier. I mentioned Real Muto like yeah, we were ago and I forgot about him already. As much as I would sorry, as much as I obviously I want Real Muto to be signed and I want we don't talk about Didi, but I want Didi to be signed too. Because so we, we only had him for a year, and it was like the you know like the the sixty game season. So, but I don't think that I don't think they're signing either because John Middleton's cheap and dumb and doesn't know how to run a, a baseball team. Yeah. Okay, I I really just thought of like two things, and I need to say them because they're kind of funny, and like I'm gonna forget. First of all, Maddie, I know you agree with me on this, and I'm sure Tess does too. It annoys me so much when like billionaire owners act so poor. Oh my god! Like, yeah, obviously like, I'm all for, Yeah, obviously I'm all for like financial compensation and like payroll space and everything. Like the luxury tax is there for a reason. Like mm-hmm. I support the beds trade and all of that. But it's so annoying how like the Cubs owners and like Middleton will be like, "Oh, we're so poor." And I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't afford to I can't afford to get this. You're a billionaire. You're a multi-billionaire. Oh my god! Find, I find the money. Family. Like, why the would you buy a family. team if you're just gonna be like, nah? I don't really care if they do well. Like, what mm-hmm. is the point of that? God. Literally, the Ricketts money. family is like, we're so poor, but we're here. We're going to spend all this money towards Trump's re-election campaign. Oh my god! Like, okay, I'm sure. I'm sure you're poor, dude. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Dang. Definitely. God. Middleton pisses me off because, you know, two years ago we signed Harper and he was talking about spending stupid money and wanting to be a win-now team. And now he can't even sign the best catcher in baseball or, you know, Didi Gregorius. Like, I'm... And, like, what have we done to... I might be forgetting stuff, but like, we haven't done much to improve our uh, bullpen either. Like, I'm, I'm just sick of this team. Um, I believe... I don't remember when this came out. I don't remember if we talked about it on the last episode. But I believe MLB lost about eight billion dollars this past season, and mm-hmm. the Phillies lost two billion. How does I'm not? I don't know how that. I didn't even know that. Surprise me! Like, I, of course, the Phillies would find a way to lose two billion dollars. Like that—that's my baseball team. 
Okay, yeah. So um, MLB lost $8.3 billion after the shortened 2020 season. And I literally remember the Phillies ownership saying, we have lost $2 billion this past year. Um, I, don't, I was like, I there's really no way that's true. Like, why we should have bandwagon. So we should have bandwagon for the next, like, five years, at least. The Red Sox. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I had to think about this for a second, but um, the Phillies account for one-fourth of that money <laughs> because of how much the Phillies <laughs> lost. Mm-hmm. One Eight franchise. Who am I bandwagon until John Middleton is out of this team? One franchise out of 30, 30. accounts for one-fourth of the money MLB lost. Like, I don't know how they did that, but I'm not surprised <laughs> that it was the Phillies, you know? Uh, they just um, they just find a new way to embarrass uh, Philadelphia every, every day, honestly. It's astounding at this point. What's, what's another team I would expect that happening to? I would expect that to happen to the Mets. Yeah. Not, not gonna lie. That would be a very <laughs> Mets thing to happen. That is no <laughs> yes, so true. Um, LOL Mets, as the young Mets. Say. <laughs> mm. Not gonna say that anymore well, now. Now we have the richest owner. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love Steve. I'll hold. I'll hold my little mess for, for now. Just for now. <laughs> I love Steve Cohen. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Middleton wakes up every morning and chooses embarrassment for the entire city of Philadelphia <laughs> and the surrounding area. Um, um for the whole Tom state. Ricketts wakes up for the whole state. And chooses. Um, what does Tom Ricketts choose? I don't even know. I just hate the Ricketts family. John Tom Henry Chibos? chooses soccer. That's all. <laughs> um, since we were talking about off-season predictions a couple of minutes ago, I'm ready for Trevor Bauer to get his shit together and sign already. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of his, like, I'm tired of the stupid tweet. He's going to wait until the very last minute to sign somewhere just because he thinks it's yeah. funny. Yeah. Like, it was, it was, like, annoying. I don't know about you guys. Like, I don't really love Trevor Bauer's like Twitter account like I guess his content is, content is good but this offseason season he's just annoyed me so much like same when they had that Twitter poll thing and he posted like every single team and he was like he was like hey at Dodgers fans like wearing a Dodgers hat vote for me like I have a surprise for you and I was like dude shut up like mm-hmm. you're not you're literally like, like season. <laughs> he's literally like 25 or something and he tweeted like I'm pretty sure he tweeted literally like every single team asked him to vote for him in a Twitter poll. I was like, Sir, can you just sign with somebody already? Like, I'm mm-hmm. tired of this. I know. Um it was like, kinda, you, know how, was... you know how people have those like MLB Twitter polls or like NBA Twitter polls? He had that but mm-hmm. with like teams. <laughs> really? It's kind of funny to um begin with, like right when the offseason started, he's like, Haha, where am I gonna go? I'm tired of it now. Like Mm-hmm. Like it was funny for a little bit, and now it's like, yeah. like the joke. The, he's beaten that dead horse, honestly. Well, I mean, yeah. If like it was funny work. at first when he was like, "Haha, like, what if I yeah. decided my team like through a Twitter poll? That would be so funny." And now I think exactly. every single day he's growing closer to doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. We're really close to spring training, if we think about it. Um, pitchers and catchers report in February. January is next week. Oh, my- I'm so excited. I'm so excited. This offseason actually surprisingly hasn't seemed that long. Maybe it's just because I've been like it has really busy with school and work, but still I'm like I was like so sad when it ended. But after like the first mm-hmm. couple I weeks of October, it. I feel like it's maybe gone so like, fast. Maybe because we went so long without sports in general, from like late yeah. uh when the Nats won the World Series to like with COVID and everything. True. Yeah. Like that was really, that was a really I'm, long time. And this doesn't even feel like that long compared to that. Yeah, and I'm sure. so excited with like um, the NBA coming back, and I thought the NHL was supposed to come back. Like NHL is coming back January yeah, fifth, I think. Thirteenth. Yeah. No, fifth is when uh, fifth is the when they start camp. training. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought it was going to come back in December, so I'm kind of sad. But still, that's like not mm-hmm. that far away. That's like in a couple weeks, so that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited. The Flyers are like the only good Philadelphia team right now. Um, I'm just excited I'm to watch them again. The Bruins, but I'm also sad because I know they're like. Not gonna be fantastic soon, so pain. Mm-hmm. But um, Blackhawks are washed this year, and guys, just so we know, this marks um 
that we have mentioned all four major sports <laughs> in our podcast today. Oh my gosh, we did so it. Good, good job, good job, guys. I'm proud of us. I'm so I just proud. want to say, if the Islanders are listening, sign Barzell. That's all. Yes. Mm-hmm. Go Sarah. <laughs> Go Sarah. <laughs> I like Barzell. He's funny. I need to I need to start watching hockey again. It's just mm-hmm. um usually when the season starts, it's like my busiest time of year. But I'm mm-hmm. hopeful yeah. like when I start when I start college next year and I'm not involved in like so many extracurricular stuff obviously that I'm involved in at my high school. That my I'll have a little bit more time. Um I don't know if you guys know this, but if you follow me on Twitter, you see that I am getting into NBA. <laughs> yeah. Go Maddie. Go, yeah, go Maddie. Bulls. Go Bulls. Um, before we started recording, we were talking about the games today, and I was like, oh, I didn't get to watch the Bulls. And Tess was like, oh, did they win? And I was like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> the Sixers got killed by the Cavs today. And I'm like, it's, it's, like, it's the Cavs. Are you kidding me? I mean, Embiid didn't play to be fair, but still. Yeah. That is the Clippers. Oh my god. That was LOL Clippers. Oh Clippers. LOL Clippers. They were yeah, down what? Get the half? Gosh, I was at my way. and I went on break and Say texted me and she was like she was like, Should I watch a Clippers game? And I looked at the score and I was like, Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Which is very embarrassing because yeah. the Nuggets mm-hmm. just lost them by like twenty, but I won't mention that. I remember I was like sitting watching the Eagles and Eleanor said something like, What's going on with the Clippers? And I was like I was like, What are they doing? And she was like, They're down by forty and I was like, Huh? Um, can't um, yeah the final maps too like I feel like that could have been like a good matchup. So, um, I'm still yeah, that's learning like, my was way. Was Kawhi not playing around the league? I don't know. I'll have to look. Yeah, even if he wasn't, that's that's no excuse. For I'm real, I'm kind of learning my way around the league, so I'm still learning. Like, um, I'm still learning a lot of players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still learning a lot of technical terms. Um, <laughs> Hey, but that is I'm fine, a- man. You're learning. Mm-hmm. That's you know what? what? You know what? I believe in you. You have to start mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I didn't get into the I didn't get into the NHL until like two years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the NHL is definitely I do what I, I watch the least. Right. I got not really into it. it I got Rome really into it. Like, this was like the first year the Flyers were good, so I got really into it this year. Um, and now I'm like definitely more into it. Like I actually miss like watching hockey like for once, but I was never into it until like maybe like two years ago. Yeah, that's definitely the same for me. Like, yeah, I don't watch like, like with baseball and the Nuggets. Usually, I watch like every single game. Mm -hmm. With hockey, I don't watch the Bruins that much. I always like the past couple of years. I've watched like all the playoff games and everything, you know. But I'm just now getting into watching it like more consistently. But it's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fun. I and I'm was, surprised not more more people don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, where it's I'm still fast-paced. Really, oh, where I'm from, there's not really a market for hockey, so that's what really, like, kills it in my area. That's but true. I was, I was really into hockey in middle school. Um, That's how I met Lorelai. I met her on <laughs> hockey Twitter when I was nice. 13. Aw. <laughs> We've known each other for so long, Lorelai. I just remembered. You were a baby. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh, I'm graduating high school in about five months. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Um, I met her, we did fantasy hockey when I was in eighth grade together. Um, I know, I literally know like half her family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> She's like best friends with my brother. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Ben, if you're listening to this, um, I love you. You're my, you're my guy. Oh. Yeah, how people make connections and stuff. But I feel like yeah. where I'm at, people are like really into the abs. I don't know if it's just like at my school and stuff, but like a bunch of kids I know like actually go up to Denver a lot and like watch the games. And I'm like, wow, I didn't yeah. realize people were like that into hockey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so weird watching because I feel like there I've seen so many like kind of, I don't want to say bandwagon Flyers fans, but Flyers mm-hmm. fans on Twitter just like popping up like out of nowhere. And it's so, like, like just because, like, the Flyers are, like, a good young team, I guess. And it's so weird seeing, like, people, like, want to bandwagon a Philadelphia team just because, like, we, like, we always, almost always suck. Like, it's, yeah, it's just, like, like it's just, like, happening? funny. I'm, like, I'm, like, what is happening right now? Um, and obviously, because of the major sports. Like, there are so many, like, like, Nolan Patrick stands on Twitter that I'm, like, 
Oh my like, where gosh. are you all coming from? Where are you all coming Listen, from? Like he he's cool, were... but like where are you all coming from? <laughs> if you were on um hockey Twitter in like 2016, 2017, um the really big like stan players were austin matthews patrick Line no. had a lot of stands it was weird yeah it was so was, weird it's a weird time connor mcdavid connor mcdavid mm-hmm. um oh, Laura had a lot of stands. <laughs> who else lorelei can you think of anyone else i'm missing that had like a ton of stands was it mitch marner one too mitch marner was like a really big one. Oh my goodness i haven't tried to think who are the ones now mark andre fleury has a lot of stands Tyler Sagan has like always him. been like a really big stand person. Like oh, I'm yeah. sure he still has mm-hmm. stands. Um, I think I'm probably gonna say his name wrong. Is it is it Barzal or Barzal? Yeah, Barzal. I think it's Barzal. Barzal. Okay, yeah, got it. But I like Barzal. I, I like him in Bavillier. I feel like there's still Austin Matthews stands for some. Yeah, for I, some I, unknown, godforsaken yeah. reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally no clue. Don't no idea why. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, I, Austin I'm Matthews not, fans are listening yeah. to this, but like, mm-hmm. what are you guys doing? Why? I've, I've seen a good amount of with hockey. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's still. I don't know if he's still good or not. Mm-hmm. I've seen a good amount of Konecki stands. Who? I've seen a good amount of uh, Travis Konecki stands, and he's like been my favorite flyer for a while. Like his jersey's hanging mm-hmm. on my wall. I'm staring at it right now, and I'm like, yeah, just like me. Oh my gosh, the original stand. Like he's my guy. I, I am the original stand. <laughs> he's oh my, my guy. Um, when I was when I was first on MLB Twitter, at, it was about the same time, so like 2016, 2017, Corey Seager had so many stands. Um, there were a lot. Maybe it was just the people I followed, but I followed a lot of Giants fans in my like early days of Twitter. So I followed a lot of people that stand Buster Posey, the Brandon, so Brandon Crawford and Brandon Belt. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Rips. 2016 is so long ago. Chris Bryant stands obviously were really big. Oh, definitely. No. Lots of Cubs fans on my timeline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> During that time. So many. Mm-hmm. It's um, with Cubs fans on Lorelai's Twitter. Mm-hmm. I miss the times when Lorelai was the only Cardinals fan I followed. Man. Now I'm literally in the Cardinals yeah. group, the Cardinals fan group chat. The first, like, when I first joined MLB Twitter, like, the first, like, group of fans that I started, like, talking to that weren't Phillies fans or Cubs fans. And you all really nice, I remember. And I was like, hey, um, Cubs fans are cool. I've noticed on MLB Twitter, like, teams, like, become popular in waves. So, like I was saying, Giants fans were, like, there were so many Giants fans, I thought, when I first joined Twitter in about 2016. And then... I say about 2018, I noticed a ton of Dodgers fans, and now the Yankees are a really big team. I've noticed, and it's mm-hmm. mostly with like I the teenage it. fans. It's mostly with like teenage fans, I think. Mm-hmm. And I people that are Yankees yeah. fans, and it's like an oxymoron in my brain. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird. I, I used to like hate the Yankees too, and now I, I, I like the Yankees. I think they're cool. No, I, I don't. Mind. I, I, wouldn't my, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself a fan. I did bandwagon them in the playoffs, yeah. but I wouldn't call myself a fan. I never yeah. thought that I would say this, but I like Yankee fans on Twitter more than I like Mets fans on Twitter. So <laughs> like, I like for the, for the most part, Sam. being honest. <laughs> Literally, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Mets and Red Sox Twitter is like weirdly interconnected for some odd reason. But I quite honestly don't really like very many people from either side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There used to be so many more people on Philly's Twitter. Um, I follow like two Phillies fans, and Tess is one of them. <laughs> I think it's just like you and Aaron are like the only me and Aaron, oh and Aww. me and Aaron, and I've had a group chat for the past like year and a half, uh, with me and some people that I met on Philly's Twitter. Um, but I other than just like you and, and Aaron and that other Maddie, that's like the only people I know. Oh, mm-hmm. oh gosh, Maddie's so nice. There's so many Maddies, but um, there are Philly fans. Oh, Philly Maddie, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Philly Maddie, mm-hmm. yeah. M- me, Aaron, and then I have a gr- I, I just said I had a group. I have a group chat that's almost a year and a half old. Um, with some people that I met on Philly's Twitter in like 2019, but 
and I love them. Uh, but other than that, I like know no like Phillies fans on Twitter, and there used to be so many of them. Like they're disappearing. I, they all like so died or something like that. There, there's I, I I get it. They're also embarrassed that they started like bandwagoning like the Yankees or something like that. I respect um, it honestly. Yeah, they just hopped. They jumped ship. <laughs> they jumped ship. <laughs> Um, leaving it at that, I think that kind of wraps up wraps it up for tonight. Um, I love recording again. I miss this every time you like go a little bit without recording. I'm always like, I miss you guys, and I'm like, we I have know, to. It's so fun. Yeah, it's like, like we've have... all just been super busy with like finals and stuff and like work. Yeah. Oh my mm. gosh, I know stupid work. No, I still have more. I have to do. It's awful. Working two jobs now. Capitalism never rests. Capitalism never rests. <laughs> you can quote me on that. <laughs> As you just the cool card episode <laughs> capitalism never rests. <laughs> capitalism comes for all of us and that's mm-hmm. that's just <laughs> the facts <laughs> this has right, turned from I'm baseball gonna... to like <laughs> it's turned from baseball to football to basketball to hockey to, hockey, to criticizing capitalism, <laughs> to capitalism as we should as we should we should absolutely criti- criticize as we should mm-hmm capitalism um also don't forget i got a vocabulary lesson i learned how to say utilize today i'm so proud of you thank you thank you um yeah guys that pretty much wraps it up for tonight um i'm so excited to get this out i was so excited to record like i said um it's just there were things happening in baseball and i knew we had to hop on immediately so thank you so much for listening obviously follow us on twitter i put together a link tree in our social media bios so on twitter and instagram you can click that and you can see where we have um our podcast posted on spotify and anchor and i believe apple Podcasts as well that one's been kind of confusing for me to try and figure out but i believe apple Podcasts is on there so i'm going to leave it at that you guys again thanks for listening um we will see you next time thanks for listening to our journey through all major sports Came for the <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Bye, guys.